Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 338.5. The wormhole. How you guys doing? Hopefully you guys are coming back with a full tray and an empty bladder. That would be me right there blasting through the background. It's weird. Chat started working tonight without me having to pop it open. And fucking YouTube needs to figure out its shit. I'd appreciate it if chat went back to operating itself. One less thing I have to do to make sure I'm doing. Hey, there we go. Johnny Cassie, first one in. Didn't even have to say hello chat what's up johnny hopefully you are doing well appreciate you my friend appreciate you ah oh, man what a great episode i had a lot of fun with uh can me here's a fun fact for uh the two people that are watching i have fucked up every episode this week wait let johnny uh What's up, Stanky Dank 420? I still want to do that episode, dude. DM me on Instagram so we can set that shit up, please. I actually talked with you that one day in chat and forgot to write that shit down. I felt bad that we didn't do your episode. Let me uh, make that up and hit me up on DM me on Instagram so we can set that shit up, please. Please. Stanky Dank 420. All oh, Zimbica. Cheers. What's up, Johnny? Alchemist. Is that how I'd say that? You there, Johnny? Johnny can't see. You with me? Ah, there's a the ceiling. What's up, GR420 GMO, ancient soul grown? How are you guys doing tonight? There was a couple names tonight I, I didn't get to put in chat because I didn't know how to be too obvious. Sometimes I'm afraid of being too obvious when I'm doing it. What's up, Johnny? What's up, Eagle? How's it going, brother? Pretty good. That was a great conversation. He was an awesome guest. He really was. I enjoyed him a lot. <clears throat> I will have to go back there. and watch more of it. I was in a conversation uh, with that one guy I was talking to you about, trying to get it on the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's going to be DMing you on your uh, Eagle Gardens or Eagle Gardens 1. On the, on the IG. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I finally got my second conversation with him. The first one was so brief, we didn't have a, a moment to actually sit down and talk about what we were, what we were looking for, more or less. So, nice. it'll thank be, you. Yeah, it'll be a good show too. Yeah. I believe it will. He has a lot to offer, as well as uh, he said he's already been 
watched the show uh, one time, and he said that he really enjoyed the way you interview. So he's he's kind of excited about getting on and having a conversation. Of course, I like I was saying, he's he's not a weed smoker right, right now. now. At least at least out in the open. So you're saying we got to change that? <laughs> no, no, it's it's not that we got to change it. I'm sure that's something that will probably happen oh. on his own. Because he he did it as a youth, but in his uh, in his adult life, he's he deals with a lot of people. He's in a people type job, so that kind of exposure might not be too good for him at this moment. <laughs> no, I know that. For sure. He's kind of he's kind of like what uh, Doggo the Hut went through. You know, he was he had to change shit up. You know, we're glad he's back too. Yep, yep. <laughs> What's up, Smiley? Shit, man. That was a great, great time hanging out. It's fun. Thanks, man. It was a fun one, definitely. Definitely a great You know, here's yeah. here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact about this week. You ready for this? I have fucked up every episode. <laughs> every every sound bite. Every soundbite since before Medicropper is fucked up because for one reason or another, since that last day off, I'm off on my numbering on my episodes. So every one of them has been fucked up. So their soundbite is actually for like the next one. Like tonight, I didn't even realize it. Until I scroll back through chat and I seen somebody go 388. No, it's 338. And I had him say 388 or some shit <laughs> like that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> many, many croppers, 336, and he's really 337. A fucking. Uh, oh. The, all the way all the way down the line for like the last week if they fucking all their sound bites are fucked up all of them for the last it's a good thing stoners can't count or remember so we're fucking that's true either. <laughs> you're good you're good <laughs> you got an out right there i'm just I'm just worried about it sticking in their head and they go tell somebody like Candomate, man. Because it's stuck in there. seems stuck pretty good. Yeah, man, I did an episode last night. Guards, man, you need to check it out, man. 388. Go check that out, man. I'll be like, man, dude, they only go up to 338. 338.5 was the last one. Said something about the wormhole. <laughs> be like, what? Here's what you got to do, Eagle. Here's what this is what you got to do. You got to name this one 388. And when you get to 330 or 388, you got to name that one 338. Yeah, and confuse us go. stoners even fucking more. Let's really screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's really get it. <laughs> we'll wormhole the shit out of this thing. <laughs> or I'll go back. I go always go back through and do the corny voiceover, like the fucking movie ones, or they swear. I'll just insert my voice right where you know that episode three eighty eight. It's the bad karate movies and shit where the mouth's moving, but it's saying something else. And shit. 
Oh, uh, that's, that's great. <laughs> I love those movies, too. <laughs> it is funny shit. Why not? Oh, man, that almost made me cry in that one. That Did you ever good. watch Mystery Science Theater 3000, Johnny? I, I haven't seen it. I guess there's a movie out or something now, but I remember when that was originally on Comedy Central. That shit was funny as fuck, man. We used to laugh our ass off watching Mystery that. Science 3000. I hadn't heard of that one. Mystery Science Theater 3000. It was uh, oh. Comedy Central. Basically, the premise was this guy was stuck in space and he had to watch stupid, corny movies with two, two alien robots or whatever. That, I forget what that premise was, but so they basically would sit there and just fucking crack jokes at old movies as they played. And it was funny as hell. That's hilarious. Subred Hill. What's up, guys? Subred Hill. So I had a good, I had a good, uh, had a good procedure. Everything went good. That's nice. All the needles went in the right spot. They didn't hit any nerves this time. I'm, How are you feeling? That's. I'm very, uh, very tender and tired. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I did a lot of sleeping yesterday after I got back. I slept a good portion of the day, took my dog out for a walk for the first time in a, a week or so. And he really appreciates that when I can actually, you know, make a complete circle in the park. So that was, that was nice. And uh, and then I passed out again and woke up and I called that guy and then I tried to get on with. Uh, I was a little late getting on. The show. Earpiece dropped out. A little late getting on the show because of that. Yeah, earpiece popped out of my ear. You guys didn't feel that, did you? No, no, you're falling apart. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That was like last marble that I had. <laughs> now what you gonna do man? that's kind of it yeah and i had to push that in and then put the earpiece in just to <laughs> hold it in place that sucks so let it rattle around too much you'll be all right yeah i gotta get some of that stuff that they were talking about what is it fixed steel or flex steel <laughs> something get rid of that light leak you know <laughs> yeah Mysteria. Shit. I'm smoking on some Sunny and Kazoo. It was kind of today. It still is in my room. There you go. That's uh, um, some of uh, Kazoo Kush he sent me in. And uh, and I've already had a, a couple hits of it. Man, it's got a nice hit to it. Really tastes good. I can't put my finger on it though. I. It's got a nice old school smell to it, kind of like a like an indica. And it's really dense bud. And it's got a kind of a. Orange uh, type of uh, uh, 
And and it's got it's got another smell that's I just I just got there. Yeah, I gotta take a few more hits, I think. What you got there, Red Bull? I don't know the name of what this is, but I really like what it smells like, and I already found two seeds out of the bag. Yeah. Gift. That's a gift. To me, it reminds me of like an LA confidential. Oh, you're a lucky man. Yeah. Some people don't like seats, but I do. Yeah. How about you, Smiley? What's that? Seeds. Seeds? Yeah. I like seeds. I always like the LA confidential. Yeah. I said, I always like the LA confidential. First thing I got when I got it, I had a bag sitting on it, and I, I just got it and kind of went to bed because of what time it was. I just stayed up so I could get it. I got it, and I let, let it sitting on the table I'm, where I'm at. And where I'm sleeping is like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away with the door open. And I can smell it as I'm sleeping. And I, I didn't really investigate it from there, but I'm smelling it. As I'm falling asleep and I'm thinking that's a good sign. And then when I woke up and I went to go take the buds from out of the bag and put them into the jar, uh, I was smelling it. And I'm like, ooh, I would love to find a seed in this weed. And then sure enough. Hold the bag seed? Is that what you're talking about, Johnny? Yeah. yeah out of a half ounce so far, I found two seeds. I don't know, man. I haven't had the best of luck with the bag seeds, so I can't say that that's a big... I have so I have a bunch of them that I've saved in little containers with notes on them and shit. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I tried running a few of them. And they didn't. They didn't turn out really well at all. They were kind of weird and scraggly, and so I didn't really keep them. Well, that's my weird, funky uh, haze bean that I got. Came out looking like a piece of cauliflower right at the beginning, and that was from a light leak of mine out of a well out of a bag seed that I'd gotten from a dispensary. Right, yeah. You know, no, no doubt, man. I mean, nobody's going to say it's wrong or whatever, but I just think, yeah, like, I, I think know, it just has potential trying to find, yeah, the, what's going to have the best potential. I mean, mm -hmm. it's an unknown card, right? It's a wild card. So, right. It's, it's the gorilla glue number four. Right. It's the chem dog from a grateful dead show. Right. There's, there's, there's some, there's some really nice weed out there that came from. Right, dude, and I, I mean, I could buy a lottery bank. ticket and it's the winning ticket, right? Like, I'll tell you. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Come on. I mean, it, it's the same kind of thinking, though, right? Like, it, yes. That way, yeah, buying it, it from yes, somebody else. I, I would, too, I'm not trying to say that it's not. I mean, it's. I would like, almost actually, drink that. No, but I would want to like, say no, too, because. I bet you there's more people, there's obviously more people that have won the lottery than more people known for that bag seed that they found that turned into OG Kush or Chem Dog or Girl Scout cookies or the Mac or anything like that. You know what I mean? There's, there's like, the bag seed we, get popped, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I would say you have even less, you have more of a chance of winning the lottery than you do getting the world's next, next best strain from a bag seed. Yeah. 
but never know, it has like it has been done yeah it's one of them things man like you don't they don't know and breeders really don't know either that's the truth of it i mean they're they're growing it out and they're learning from experience kind of getting an idea of what a male might bring to the table or whatever I can, but the, ultimately the, you don't know you know what i mean until you crack them you don't fucking the chem dog I, I i'm led to believe that that was a s1 of itself because the people that sold ChemDog that weed sold a whole bunch of other people that weed and no one found seeds in it. ChemDog got lucky, found one bud with either 11 or 13 seeds in it. And according to the story, he grew one out and the first one he found was a male, right? But the next ones, the Chem 91, the Chem Sis, the Chem 1, 2, 3, 4, the Chem A, B, C, D, the one and the two are, aren't worth anything. The A and the B weren't worth anything. So what you got left over was uh, Chem 91, Chem Sys, Chem 3, Chem 4, Chem C, Chem D. And out of all those, he popped whatever, like nine out of 11 of those. And only one was a male. So that would mean to me, you know, if you were popping seeds from a bag of weed that you found and there was some other accidental like male that went in there and then get pulled out of the room to like maybe four or five days after they figured out it was a male then those seeds would most likely be regular and you would have found way more you know males or even amount of males uh, as females but just finding that one and then all those other females leads me to believe that in that certain case that was an s1 why would you know, it have it's a self-pollinated Hmm? Why would an S1 throw a male, though? They do. You can make feminized seeds right now, and locking that down is really hard. You don't always get 100% across the line. You, you can plant a million feminized seeds, and a few of them are going to still be intersex and male. And that's different for every single genetic that you turn, that you try to reverse an S1 to itself. I had, I've grown, uh, I grew a rock lock from DNA seeds that was a feminized uh, seed. And that was a pure male, wasn't even Hermie. It was just a, a true actual male of something that was supposed to be a feminized seed and labeled as feminized. So it happens. Hats off to the Kazukush. That's some killer weed. Sunny and Kazoo. Were the ones that he, he sent me some that were labeled uh, Kazoo's Outdoor. I don't know if that was this or not, but it was Sunny and Kazoo. Was the name of it on it? <coughs> wow. Hit me back here in the back of my throat and near my back, right around my. Right around my uh, my spine. That's where where you don't want to be hit right now is. <laughs> so you got a you got a kidney punch. Oh, it was a good hit. It was a good hit. I'm still having a hard time seeing. It shut my eyes. Almost closed my third eye. Squinting at their dad. That's a good hit when it squints at their dad. It squinted it for sure. Man, I'll tell you what. Name the strained third eye blind. Third eye squinting your brown eye. Shit. Sure.
<laughs> Dang. Excuse me. That's that menage. So smiley. Oh, the menage. That, that's what I was just smoking on. That's pretty good. I'm actually enjoying that strain. Outside of the possibility of shitting yourself. I'm glad I didn't get that for you know. Quentin, your old brown eye over there to smoke it, but you're all right. Right, huh? <laughs> so I'm, I'm wanting to did you we, we talked the one night about possibly breeding uh Fort Jefferson with your jelly uh if you ain't got room to smack them I, I'd smack them here okay I'd take a cut of jelly and smack them together you didn't have room over there you want me to select one I gotta figure them out yeah it comes with I thought you had a uh, one that had ex showed the same traits of the the Jefferson that I had. The uh, oh, the three the way three branch. Right. Yeah, the three branch. Yeah. Yep. That's right. That's the number number one. Yeah. yeah. Let's knock those two funny ones out. Right, call right. it. We can call it Jilly Jefferson or Double J. What do you think? I'm open for names. We we got uh, we we got to in, in, induce DOA in there somehow. Jimmy Johns. Make it his strength. Well, what are DO? What are you know? I was thinking about that. Like, what are some of DOA's strains that he liked to smoke? I mean, trying to cross something like that would be a way to. Well. You know, Somebody mentioned the other night, what was it? It was called uh, Chillax. Because he, he liked his Chilumbian. Chilumbian. Yeah, Chilumbian yeah. was his. Uh, yeah. Was it Chilumbium? Is that how it goes? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't understand the way he was saying it then. Okay, so that was his, uh, that was his strain that he really liked. As well as the alien rip. He, he really liked that one too. He was throwing that one outside again. But um yeah. I think it's I think it's fucking badass. would be easy enough to acquire from Joel, I would think. Let's see what we can get out of that one. If we wanted to start with start with that as across the base yeah but well the thing about it is is you got you already got some fantastic ones right now no sense trying to you know well i kind of like the smiley's sentiment there as well though i mean it, if you're gonna make a strain for the man it should be strains made of shitty light i mean that makes only makes more sense right yeah it does that does or definitely along the line of his memory of what he was doing. <laughs> if he liked something really lime or like you know what I mean? Like if Eagle was if we were gonna make an eagle screen, it would be pine because he <laughs> talked about his pine like, I don't know. Well I know <laughs> I know when uh, when eight oh eight was down there and visited him, I believe that he smoked some of that. So we could ask him the uh you know what he thought of it, more or less. 
you know, what kind of a flavors it had, dirt profile, whatnot. Like, like you said, we get to probably get the chalumbium, chalumbium from uh, Joel, and then we could just find something to smack it with. So that's what I think. Which Molly said, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Yeah. You should still do those smacking the two together, though, the jelly bean and the other one, for sure with oh, yeah. the uniqueness of them. I mean, there's no, you just don't want to get around that. That sounds like a great thing. Smack them. It's funny. It's funny because I I fucking was like taking care of him today. Old Mr. Jefferson there. I was like, you are a good looking dude right there, man. I've almost wanted to take a cut of it and just like put it somewhere where I can see it, you know, take my cuts and maybe take him, take him and put him somewhere where I can actually see the flower. I want to see some flower structure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like doing that with the male, run them out so that you can see the bud flower structure of it on the top. See the types of uh, um, trichome production you get on it. Heck yeah. That flower cluster will tell you a lot based upon the size of the stamens, how far apart the stamens are from another, what it smells like, how much trichomes it has, what sort of trichome it has. There's like, you know, four or five or more different traits that you can look at a, just the flower cluster itself and try to um, try to guess what that's going to pass on. I was going to say, you really don't know what it's going to pass on though until you cross it. Those traits are nice, to my understanding, are nice to like write down and follow for understanding what it's going to pass along. So like you mark down yeah. about the boy so that you try to find that next lineage. And like, oh, this leaf pattern I remember from the dad. So those are kind of... Yeah, exactly. You're out for the next... When you're popping the next generation or whatever. Yeah, because it's gonna carry something through. If it's if it's more dominant, it's gonna carry it through. Well, that's what I mean about either dominant or recessive traits. And the way I look at it is dominant traits like hemp has, you're gonna find those more wispy type flower clusters where it's almost like wheat and there's more air and gap spaced in between actual each flower uh, cluster, where it is more uh, indica dominant, high THC producing plants, their flower clusters are literally gathered in, you know, smushed in together. You know, there's no space in between. Right. So that's what I mean. I would think that noticing the difference between each flower is gonna pass on either uh, looser or denser nook structure, structure, you know what I mean? So what would you, you call that not, not dominant, but what is it, what do you call that? The wispier stuff I would consider dominant and in the state of hemp or wild cannabis or intersex um, dioecious or uh, monaceous uh, cannabis, 
we left out in the nature where most plants that are coming up are actually intersex and monaceous. They have both reproductive parts on the same plant. Uh, okay. That's the furthest dominant state that you can go with cannabis where, where, where you're working with perfect male and perfect females, dioecious, that's the most recessive gene in cannabis. That's very, that's very reptile to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a difference between a cold-blooded and a warm-blooded. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. So what are you smoking, uh, Smiley? I, I don't think I heard what you said you were smoking. I don't think I said what I was smoking on. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Skywalker OG, what I just lit up. It's 402, but I'm dyslexic. So. You know, How the other you get day, the four was... part right? Right? How can you get the You only partially dyslexic. <laughs> you get confused partially way through the number and get dyslexic. It looks great. It's got all the right. It's got all the right numbers. I, I may or may not do the same at two o four. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Two o four. Four o two. Right. 420, it's all the same number. You make it work somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we always hear somebody saying it's 420 somewhere. Ten on the five, on the two, something like that. That's not true, 420, 420. F1s, F1s, to my understanding, you're going to cross that bitch and it's going to have Half of them that are going to be a mix, and half are going to be kind of one way, and half the other other way, or 25%, 25%. And then, to my understanding, when you go to the F2 is when you unlock all, all the grandparent lineage, and then you go to F3 to start stabilizing. That's kind of my man. Opinion. I I'm yeah. glad you said that because I've always wondered what that was about. What I've heard, but I guess I don't know from experience. So. So F two gives you the the grandparent the grandparents lineage type uh, traits. That's kind of what I've been hearing. I'm, I'm man, like I say, I don't have the experience on it or whatever, but that's my understanding. Yeah, when you cross the two brother and sister in the F one generation to get the F two, it's going to have a lineup of a lot of the grandparent lineage too. So you'll have variations from the. Because moms, the dads, the grandparents. Because yeah, all the marbles are going to be in, you know, I mean, if you go to that marble analogy, all the same color marbles are going to be in either side of that next breeding round for the for the F2. So now you're going to like totally open it up where in the F1, you only have say green and yellow in one sec and, you know, I mean, blue and orange in the other. When you cross them, you got those four colors, but then when you go to the F2, now it's like, boom, all the next and that's just my understanding of it. I, like I say, I don't do it and I haven't done it, so I don't know. But that's cool. I like that. So when you three that actually kind of starts really stabilizing. Shit. So what? How do you get to the F three? You're breeding 
picking properly at the F2. Then if you pick so are you wrong, are you reselling them again? Like if you pick wrong in the F two, then your F threes aren't going to be as stable. So that's the hard. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's the. There'd be a lot of con uh, controversy in that point because you got multiple different ones to choose from. So you'd have definitely chances for mistakes as well. Yeah, and there's I don't know. There's different ways to think about it. this. This were one of the questions were like, I guess Lemon Hoka would explain it way better, but it's okay. He probably tell me he probably tells me both wrong. Be like, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't know. Both. I don't I don't know anything. <laughs> when I when I when I think about breeding, I, I look at people, you know. And I just see the way the way they work, you know, that's kind of how I think about it. And so I, I don't get too deep into it. It's just that person, this person never, never even considered the, uh, the F2 and F3 parts of it, you know, so that's, I, I like yeah, that. Well, that's, now, like a back cross, though, you're, you're bringing that back to the original mom of the seed thing, or like, when you do I, line breeding, you're- I much to... prefer back crossing to line breeding for stability. What's, what's, the, dif what's the difference on that? <laughs> over, time, uh, over time of back crossing, you're being left over with like pretty much the most refined and narrowed down gene pool. After a while, uh, a, what they call a cubed, there's a process of making an actual outcross to create a new hybrid and then selecting the male that re most, most represents the female that you used in that hybrid. So you say they find like a, uh, what I like to do, this is what I will be doing in the future. This just has to do with contrast and how easy it will be for me to decide what, what, what kind of males and females I have and what, which ones are dominant for whichever plant I'm using. But just to keep everything easy, if I find something that's like an agent orange or a tangerine power and I find a male out of that, that would be good for me to recognize because I don't really like orange terpenes that much. I don't, I don't mind them. I don't dislike them, but I, I, there's nothing that drives me crazy about it. So I use that or I will use that as a measure of testing, you know, if I'm crossing to any other genetics it's going to contrast and I'll know which ones are those tangerine power dominant ones. And that'll be very easy for me to select the ones that aren't, you know, tangerine power. So if I'm crossing tangerine power to like a purple Kush, the two are so easy to distinguish the two. I can easily find a purple Kush male to back cross to the purple Kush female. So the next generation I'm growing there is uh, say like we're, you know, and this is, this makes it easy if you do make hybrids because that F1 offspring is going to be almost like a 50% phenotype expression to where now when I make these back crosses, say if I was getting, you know, 50, 50 and, you know, five male or five plants were purple Kush looking, five plants were tangerine power looking. Now, when I do a purple Kush back cross, maybe like six or seven out of the 10 are purple Kush dominant. And you do that a repeated amount of times to what they call cubing, or when you have something cubed, theoretically, 999 out of a thousand plants are going to be dominant in that purple kush. You'll, you'll can grow a thousand seeds of a cubed 
plant out and you'll still be able to find that outcross uh, plant that you were using. But the whole cubing so, is to be able to find so it. Yeah. What you're saying that cubing is, 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 is as close to the original as it can be, is what you're it's saying. Making, it's making a regular seed form of clones, basically. So now oh, okay. I have this, what's called a clone sense. only. I always hated that term clone only because it didn't ever take into consideration the process of back crossing and cubing. And people made it seem like, oh, this is a clone only. Seeds don't exist. And they never will exist. It's only a clone only. But you can, you can outcross it with something and then back cross it. And you can wind up with a, a regular seed form of that plant. So theoretically, when you do that and you nail it, all those seeds you, you grow out from that should be just like, or just as good as me giving you a clone of that plant that I have. You know, you're able to yeah, grow the so, so it's really, really just like almost spot on to the other. Mm -hmm. And you get there faster. Like I said, you, it's only a three generational thing to get to the cubed phase where a lot of people don't think they're done with line breeding until they're F5, F6, F7. I hear crazy numbers of people going even higher than that, but the more you line breed, uh, the more crazy type of genetics that may or may not even be useful will uh, get displayed. Like an easy way to get to those pistolless or those ster uh, sterile females. And that has the same thing with males too, where they don't make stamen and thus they don't make pollen, right? In, in like genetically modified uh plants that they make they call them terminator species because you can only grow the seeds one time and both males or females or uh, if it's a monaceous like a tomato plant or something like that you only grow these seeds seedless and you can't get them to seed so you have to continuously buy new seeds every single year to farm with and you can right. get those genetics to come out in cannabis if you take it past f7 you'll start finding those Pistolist. Isn't that what uh, Breeder Steve is doing, kind of? Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 That's, that's how you find those through uh, long term interbreeding. And it, it's even if you do a good job or bad job. So you can do a crazy, like blind inbred thing where you're not even doing selections. You're just picking any old male and any old female. You're not even trying to isolate anything. By the time you do that six, seven times, you'll be able to find those sterile varieties. So if you did a good job and you did want to isolate something the same way you could do with back crossing and you just took the line breeding choice in doing that, that's why I don't like anything, you know, that's going F, F4, F5, F6, because you should have already been able to do the work and F3s or F4s should be stable enough, you know. I don't know why to take it past that stage if you made a good f2 selection like I, I was just i was away from the phone so i couldn't say anything but f2 that's where you're getting the most phenotypic expression and if you had a limitless plant count you could grow all those f2 seeds and literally find the very best male and female to cross together it's going to make the next stable or the the, the next line is going to be uh you know, uh, increasingly more or uh, marginally more stable than that F2 was. Say if you found crazy raspberry terp uh, 
female. And if you're growing an endless amount of seeds, if you had 100,000 seeds that you made of that F2 batch and you get to grow out all 100,000 of those seeds and you like this raspberry terpene female, you'll find that raspberry terpene male. So now you're, you're only at F2 already, but you're crossing almost the two same identical plants to themselves. So your F3 is going to be way more stable in phenotypes than even the F1 was. Just like you would, you would see the very first uh, same thing. You would see the same thing in the very first batch of backcrossed seeds. Once you backcross, like like I was saying, you out of ten plants, you find six or seven plants that share the same phenotype. You can get there with F3s if you make a perfect F2 selection. Not a lot of people have tens of thousands of seeds to grow out and do that work, though. When you're saying a perfect selection, you're, you're talking about luck? <clears throat> well, just numbers. You'll find it. it you, you, you increase your uh, whatever your, your, your luckiness with the more numbers that you grow. When you make a, a, yeah, yeah. a male pollinates a batch of females or just one female, you literally like look at it as your car, like a deck of cards and say you, you made 2,000 seeds. So you have 2,000 different variations of how that plant's going to turn out. And it's the same as with, uh, you know, two humans making babies. You know, <laughs> even a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people, just three, four generations, like all of us, our great, great grandparents or something, they had 10 and 11 and 12 children, right? All the, all the kids were uh, genetically different, but a lot of the kids look similar. You know, a lot of the ones take after the mom or a lot of ones take after the dad. And the same right. thing you find in cannabis. So when you're growing thousands of seeds, like you know, two humans are never going to make thousands of babies. So you're making thousands of seeds. Your chances increase because instead of having like this treasure chest and you only pop 10 seeds and you get the mail that you were hoping to find, you grow 10,000 seeds, you're probably going to find five of the very same males that you're trying to find. But now there's the not really a big difference. Like red pill, wouldn't the variation matter? Like how much how many hybridations happen in that lineage of the two combined? Like, that's why, yeah, that's yeah, why so you like have to really choose. There would matter on a, it being a polyhybrid versus. So, yeah, so if you mix two chem dogs together, you didn't really realize it, but you make two chem dogs together that you're not really making a true hybrid. The, the only way I know right now, like we're talking present day with the gene pools we have and anything from dessert strains to strains that were made in the last like 10 to 15 years, they're already super hybridized. So the only way for us to select and make an actual new true hybrid with those is to pick a, a complete night and day difference between morphology and terpene profile, and maybe even cannabinoid profile if you're trying to get CBD and THC to mix. But if you mix drastically different plants, you know, a tall lanky plant with thin leaves and a citrus terpene profile to a plant that's super short, doesn't stretch in flower, has fat buds, and has a piney terpene profile. Those plants are distinct enough to where now you're crossing them together and they're making a new hybrid. Even if you're blindly going in it and like saying that they do share genetics 10 or, you know, five to 10 generations ago. 
would have been a lot easier to do in the 80s and 90s where the only way to get actual cannabis is to get it for where it's indigenous to but since then Even you know here, though it's just the dominant traits you're pulling from those land raised strains like a lot of that stuff's all in the dominant traits that are going to carry like <coughs> more, carry more than others i don't know i've heard it talked about like with um jack Ferrer strains that crosses with it always just fucking tastes like jack Ferrer. you know what i mean like it's the only flavor that crosses with it or something and i'm just going by what i've heard but like certain I know like my buddy breeds snakes too and he talks about dominant traits and recessive traits and certain ones are going to carry more often more frequent well we all know that dominant traits they they override recessive traits so if you want to the you know the easiest way and i guess the most like rudimentary way and at least the science class that i had like in sixth grade covered it so i'm guessing that it's so easy to understand that it's just in everyone's uh, middle school science classes. I think it's uh, Mendel, right? That wrote the little tic-tac chart and do like the capital S, little s, or the big S, big S, little s, little s, that type thing. And the same thing is with the humans where uh, the only way to wind up with a cleft chin in a human is both your parents have to have a cleft chin. It's the only way to do it. If one of your parents has a has a, a regular chin and a non-cleft, you know, a non-cleft chin and a cleft chin, uh, you know, majority of those babies, you know, offspring of those two people, the, the, the dominant trait is the non-cleft chin. So you have more left non-cleft chin babies, right? The same thing is with like a widow's peak or one thing that I never believed. I think it's just people being stupid and not knowing how to do it is the rolling of the R's. They taught us in school that supposedly rolling your R's is a genetic ability. Like there's just some people that they literally can't roll their R's and it has to do with their genetic. There's a few people out there I know Mm -hmm. like that, yes. So tongue just does not work that way. They say that rolling your R's is a a recessive trait. The only way you have the capability of having... Uh, the, the capability of rolling your R's is if your language depended on it and the only people that could do that were people with recessive genes supposedly that, that, that's not me coming up with that nine. that's just what they say I just think there's a lot now, to be said about the dominant traits so like that argument okay around the spread, all these polyhybrids all around these land races And they they screwed them up, right? The whole idea that I think is a bunch of bullshit because those dominant traits are there from thousands of years of of those plants or whatever amount of years those plants were open pollinating, those traits carry generation through generation through generation. Now, you think that introducing some weak polyhybrid genetics is going to somehow like be like the new dominant generation from that still doing an open pollination and an open pollination. I don't think that's true. I think it'll just drown, <coughs> drown out by the normal land race traits that are there. It's, like, uh, it's weird because in certain places it, it, it's, it goes that way. In some places it doesn't. If you watch strain hunters, some places they go to where people imported new seeds, those new seeds totally took over the genetics and the fields that they were growing. And then in opposite situations, the, their land race genetics overtook whatever genes that they were bringing in the new 
strains. So, but my whole thing is the way, at least the way that I was taught, those dominant traits are, are what hemp holds. The more hempy or, you know, fiber producing, you can make a plant. Those are where the dominant traits lie. And then the more uh, unuseful it is for fiber production, the more useful it is for either drug or medicinal value shows the recessive traits. And then the whole principle of that is that, well, the whole principle of that is that out in nature, if we, when I'm not talking about cultivated varieties of people in, in certain locations that have a history of growing the plant and doing certain things with it, like hash producers or any, anything like that. I'm talking about like true indigenous weed that doesn't have the hand of man taking care of it. Uh, if, if it were the case, if like what I said was the other way around, then in that case, you would be able to go and find that weed and to be better than the best Girl Scout cookies or something right now. You can go out in the wild and find the world's best strain ever, and it has 45% THC in that. But the, the opposite is the more human hand has bred that plant, the more cannabinoids it produces and plants out in the wild, like true wild, wild, a lot of them literally don't even have the genetic capability of making cannabinoids. They're entirely cannabinoid uh, free. They don't, they don't even make cannabinoids and it's still cannabis. And that, that would be like your Eastern or Northern European true sativa hemp plants. They don't even have, they don't even produce more than 0.1% THC or any cannabinoid. Well, then it wouldn't be CBD either, right? Just cannabinoid lists, not even CBG. Yeah. It'd be a worthless plant, right there. But to, uh, ironically enough, if you uh, if you read, uh, I always forget his name, Chris Bell. I want to say I'm messing that up. He's been on Hash Church a few times. He has a talking parrot that mimics his cough. <clears throat> Anyways, he he has like more than one, like a, a few books about like uh, the occult practices with weed and ancient practices with weed. And ironic enough that cannabinoid list variety was used all over Europe as like a ritual or alchemist ingredient. They weren't even using it for THC, but they're mixing extracts of that plant to put into like wine and tinctures and other fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, I hit mine. That was my bad. 421. Yeah, who got long-winded on that one there, Brett? Oh, man, you know, I can't help it. We love it. We love it. We do. I wish I could talk at two times speed just so I can get everything out faster. <laughs> I think Eagle's got an app for that. Yeah, if you're watching this on the playback, just save yourself some time and put it at 2x. <laughs> 2x is a little too fast. I listened to 175. Nice. Style down a little bit. I get tired sometimes, man. 2x is fast. You ever listen to 2X for a good period of time 
and then like pop off your headphones and then have a conversation with somebody. You're like so stuck on that. <laughs> Fast forward. It's like could you speed that up a little bit? What are you what are you talking about? What are we talking about here? Come on, come on, let's get to the point. I think that ego, that's a good point. Get to the point. That's what happens, right? Like a New York minute, everybody talks about that. You know what I mean? But if that's their pace, that's their pace. You know what I mean? Like that's the everyday of life. Like you gotta get with the pace out there, you know what I mean? So then you go out to some other place and that's just not how it is, and it's like way different, yeah, for sure. That is so true because there was somebody from another country that was listening to somebody from the East Coast. It was, I forget who it was. It might have been Lucky Mike. They were having a hard time understanding him because the fast talk, you know? Lucky Mike's got that fast rhythm in his talk. You you guys wouldn't say I have a Wisconsin accent, would you? I would say, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> it's cheesy, dude. No, no one, no one pointed, no one pointed that out in Colorado. I was able to pass that off. <laughs> People would literally have to ask, and I wouldn't want to say Wisconsin because there's no way of saying it without sounding like you're from there. You know. Once you That's say Wisconsin, true. it full on sets you. You can hear it in the way you At say least it's, it's not as bad as a Minnesota accent. Hey. <laughs> you mean you mean like like boom? Who who's got it? Wait, who who's don't, here from boom Minnesota? Farms? Don't boom uh, farms. Okay. He's 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 a Canadian. It's it's very with, an, it, with a with a Minnesota accent. Yeah, the the <laughs> most Canadian sounding place in America is definitely Minnesota. Oh yeah, I got. I guess I don't know. Oh, I got a lot of family up there. Went up and visited them one year. Literally five thirty in the afternoon, they rolled the sidewalks up because that's when the mosquitoes come out and carry the kids away. Yeah. That's their state bird, you know the the loon? mosquito. Oh, the mosquito. Yes, sir. They got a ton of water up there too, don't they? Oh, there are a thousand and one lakes. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, it's a moist place. It really is. That's the first time I ever heard of anybody having a heater on their engine so that they could start it. <laughs> I've heard. And I said, I heard stories of people lighting fires underneath their engines and shit to get them going. So you got to get the oil warmed up and whatever. So it'll crank over, <laughs> otherwise it won't crank over. You know the strangest thing. That's ready my, to hit hot fires territory right there. No, uh, that's no ready hit hot fire. He's deeper into that shit. He's yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's a little further up into that he's shit. That negative negative fifties and shit. That's yeah. Uh, I I saw um, I saw a guy take a, a glass of hot water and throw it out into the negative thirty, and it turned into a cloud. With icicles coming down. It was badass. I'd never seen anything like that. It was and they put it in slow motion. You could see it go up like that and it just stopped, turned into a cloud, and then the icicles just dropped down. It was crazy. It looks like an explosion almost when Yeah. You know it literally watching it turn to vapor. 
when I was in Colorado, I was in Colorado Springs. That's right up against the Front Range and right in front of Pikes Peak. And we have a monsoon season that would come by there. I was further enough east to where there's like a little bit of like a valley in between. Uh, I was up a little bit more elevated land and it kind of sinks down and rises right back up before you get up into the actual mountains or what do they call it, Manitou Springs in that area. And where I was at, you would always get during the day these, uh, well, the first half of the day from like sunrise up until like noon or 1230 is completely clear, not a cloud in the sky during monsoon season. And then afternoon, it just dumps. And where, where I was, it was always a little bit drier and uh, like the, the clouds would form more closer to the mountains. And because I was a little bit elevated, it literally looked like clouds, like you could see the top of the sky above the clouds, then the clouds and then the rain. And it literally, from the side perspective, it literally looked like the clouds were melting. Like you could watch real, like it looked like a cartoon, like an actual storm cloud rain down. You know, and it looked from that far away of perspective, it looked like clouds were melting down to the ground. Wow. Yeah. Would have been a good DMT moment, right? Mm-hmm. And then at, at, at night, if, it, if those storms last into the night, you just get one of those silent lightning storms where there's like no thunder, but there's like 30 flashes of lightning a minute. Did they have some really spectacular lightning up there in uh, Colorado? Oh, yeah. Like I said, that from like, uh, no, March, maybe, maybe March, April, May, around that time, you get hailstorm. May, May, the hailstorms come and they're literally like blanket the whole ground, like two and a half inches of fucking hail. Like in, wow. like in a 15 minute span of time, it just comes out of nowhere, dumps, wrecks everything. And there's literally ice chunks, like an inch and a half, two inches deep. Do you go out and scoop that up? Uh, I have. I'll bet that'd be some good good plant food right there. I've I've actually seen, over there, it's more stone-like. And it comes down harder and breaks apart. But one time here in Wisconsin, the hail came down as like plates. And these plates were like a... uh, a honeycomb a hexagonal uh, formation. Like they were flat, like plain. plain like a really shape. big snowflake. Yeah, sheet like of ice. really, really big snowflake, like a hexagonal one inch thick plate. That wow. would, come it would be like maybe like five inches across. And it came like a whole bunch of them came down for just a brief time. And I went outside because, you know, it was like those big clunkers. It didn't sound like the rain storms like Colorado had but it was just very seldom a few clunkers that it would hear and then we went outside like what the hell is that and then right in front of the door like right on the grass there was a literal like like I said it was probably like it had to be at least no exaggerating like four inches across and one inch deep wide but it was like this giant he- hexagonal mass of snow crystals yes yeah. wow that's a trip yeah, the best lightning storm I ever seen was in uh, it was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I literally seen the uh, the lightning come together like this, hit, and make a complete circle like that, then shoot out together. Back to made a circle. circle. 
Yeah, and made it made a circle in the sky and connected in another location and, and took off straight. Chain lightning. It was amazing. The best lightning I'd ever seen. In Coos Bay, Oregon, we used to, well, we, me, I, whenever we get a really good thunderstorm and, and we get some good thunderheads down on the coast, whenever we get a nice rolling in thunderstorm, I go up and lay on top of the roof and sit there and watch it come in so I could watch the lightning. And my, my aunt's got a sunroom and we, I always used to do that too. And she, you know, I was leather couches in the sunroom and just lay out there in a fucking storm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I laid right in the rain. It was the best. That's probably good, at, you know, like if, if, especially if you're grounded and then like the next night was a full moon, I can see that being like some kind of like whatever hippie cleansing. <laughs> probably cleanses you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I was like seven and eight years old when I was doing that shit. My mom used to get mad at me. I'd come crawling off the roof. She goes, what are you doing up there? Watching the lightning? Just to scare the shit out of her. You come down, your hair is like all frizzed from being electrocuted so many times. Looking all Q-tip. Yeah. I think I'm related to Ben Franklin. Give me a kite. This is 66 times. Yeah. Every time the rain's coming, we see him running, man. <laughs> Stay away from him. He's an unlucky motherfucker. <laughs> that cut scene, they got that dude running across, and he's, like, going to look for his kid or whatever. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, what movie was that? That's just Great classic, Outdoors. Man. The great yeah, outdoors. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's where the... Uh, where the raccoons told everybody, uh, you don't want to eat those uh, those hot dogs because lips and assholes made out of lips and assholes. <laughs> uh, man, that's one that'll stay with me too. Especially when a raccoon's not gonna, he's gonna push the hot dog away. Yeah, don't eat that. <laughs> that's some deep shit right there. Pub, that, that was the back when that shit was like just becoming an issue, right? Wasn't it? Because like I think Michigan's one state where like that's not allowed, but there's certain states you don't want to eat hot dogs or whatever. So like that was a big thing back then. You have a high. Yeah, you guys. Dog. You guys probably aren't old enough that back in Washington, state of Washington, there was a time where they had a lot of uh, uh, situations come up with. Uh, Uh, well, what do you call it? It had some sort of poisoning in the beef. E. coli. The, uh, yeah, it was probably it was probably E. coli of some sort. And and there was a few people that passed away from the Jack in a Box. Yeah. So we used to call it the Jack in a Coffin. Never know what you're gonna get. You never know what's gonna pop out of that motherfucker. A death burger, or you know. Shit, to be honest, so you remember that red? I think I do. Yeah. I That's got to be before your time. 
Eagles hit you in the butt crack. Well, you know how bad I think it was. Is <laughs> I almost, I almost swear to God, we got scared. Ass again. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like just sorry, Red. Uh, <laughs> that was that was good. Cut that off. You must be going to the I'm theater tonight. Are you taking your seat? Right? It's the old one. You must be going to the theater tonight. You're already picking your seat. Hey, don't touch the camera right. on your finger. We don't oh! <laughs> oh, wash that hand. There's <laughs> a smudge on the camera now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to crack that back, man. Yeah, Trying to crack that back. I'm just fucking up. I do that a lot, though, man. Just put that thing behind me, and I'll just throw my back into that motherfucker until I get that bitch to crack. Just like, I broke my Ugh. chair doing that, Eagle. This thing, like, it, like, clicks and goes back too far now. Like, because I broke the chair. Trying I, I used to have, uh, back, in my, back in the day, to occupy ourselves, kind of like right now, I'm like in a smoking circle, but in my garage with one of my buddies. Uh, we would freak out our other friends and we would do something called the crack off. It's not uh, a competition to see who smokes the most amount of crack. For us, it was cracking our backs, you know, twisting and putting up against the back and that and who gets the most, you know, sound and the, the most amount of cracks and the loudest cracks. We'd have crack offs, me and my buddy. Competition, whose back is more cracky? That, that could be taken wrong in the wrong neighborhood, sir. That's, I mean, that's yeah. why I had to it, it, This was not a competition to smoke the most amount of crack. <laughs> or that neighborhood either. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. It's oh, shit. I never jumped out. <laughs> it's that time. I'm a back still. Still a little tweaked from rolling around in that attic fucking yesterday, man. I tried to fucking crack it all day today. There's, It's like right below the shoulder blades. There's that spot I just had. I've been throwing my back into like all... It's like Red Pill's saying there, man. I've been throwing my back into about everything today trying to get that bitch to crack, man. Been oh, man, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Eagle, this you know, is... Yeah. Yeah. You know where I got... The ones right in between my shoulder like that, the best way that I've found They're hard. is if you take and you bend your knees down like you're like sitting chair position kind of, take your hands, your palms and put them right by your hips like that and just push your arms kind of straight with your, and it'll fucking pull it down. Know, sometimes you got to take a breath and like almost let it relax, but you'll feel it start pulling when you do that. And if you can get it, it'll stretch that. that. It'll stretch that spine out, yeah, in that motion. Like decompresses it right in there. It's, it's, yep, it's like a sphincter move. <laughs> well, and then you can lean forward and it'll do more your lower back. Exactly. Lean forward. It'll do more your Bend the knees, lean forward. Let her rip. I don't know if I yeah, described yeah. that right, but it works for me. It sounds right. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give it a go here. Yeah, uh, you know where I got my chiropractor. Yeah. Looks goofy when you do it, so yeah, you might want to. Yeah, you might not want to do that on camera. Now. Yeah, 
I got to, well, actually, it's funny because Jack actually taught me the one, uh, one to get the one behind the, the back blades there, right between the shoulder blades. And if you put your hands behind your back and kind of lock them together and then lean forward and, like, you know, put your arms as up as far as you can, we'll usually pop that one right in between your, your shoulder blades, that area right there where you see pop. Is uh, another good. This is behind your head, and you go up against the wall, like with your elbows up against the wall, like that too. You gotta watch that one. See you pass up. <laughs> I used to have a fucking. I used to have one of them uh, things you hang from. You know what I mean? Uh, the what the fuck? The teeter. What do you call it? The fucking teeter hang. The gravity. Or whatever. The gravity <laughs> chairs or whatever they're. I always think I'd like that thing, but I don't know if I can. In uh, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, that little bar on the ceiling that you wrap those little feet hooks to and hang upside down. <laughs> the one you got think stuck I'd on? Like that. I think I'd dig that. I used to like the hang-up, man. I really did. I lent it to a friend that had a back problem. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, this thing will help you out, man. Check this out for a minute. Because he was like... Just trying to buy time to get to his surgery, you know what I mean? And fucking that, he fucking kept that bitch. I'd never seen it again. Never seen that bitch again. Like what? I was wondering. He didn't give him any fine print, right? They've come a long way, man. I was eyeballing one at fucking uh, what was it? Uh, what do you call Dunham's? Dunham's not too long ago, man. They've got them now with the lumbar support in there, the vibrates, fucking Bluetooth speakers right here by your head. I'm like, man, that's almost getting too nice for a hang-up <laughs> and shit. I'm not trying to make a day out of it and shit. It can't be good much. to be upside down for that long. Jeez. Like Batman. Hey, Eagle, where um, do you got a site to go to where you got your bubble bags, the cheaper ones. Remember the ones you were talking about the other day? What was that site? Tricombags.com, but the last time I went to it, the domain wasn't there. I I Um, once got a uh, set of bubble bags, the work bag, a little eight bag kit, and a cheap washer for $90. A washer, the set of bags, the work bag, less than $100. It's good. Good. What's it called again? Tricomb, tricombags.com or tricomb.com? Yeah. Tricombags.com. Bubble dude bags are pretty cheap too. Yep. Those are the ones Versus. I think I got. Bubble dude bag. Cool, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump out though. It's fucking always fun hanging out. That was a great time, man. Big time, man! I got to go back and watch the parts that I missed. So on on the uh, on the washer bag, is it four four four? Yeah, it is. Four four four. Angel on the washer bag. What kind? What kind do you have, Eagle? You use it. You don't one you put inside your machine. I don't put any in my machine. Is that the triangle one? No, oh, you don't. I don't use Nicholas. I don't use bags. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so when, I'm uses bags. When you put it in, it's not. 
it's not nug farm when you put it in there, is it? Frozen nug farm, right? And sometimes. Nug. Sometimes, sometimes it's in nug farm. Very rarely do I run flour. Yeah, rarely do I run flour. More or less, more trim. But sometimes I do run flour, rarely. If I run flour, it's usually something, it's more for, I'm looking for something nice. I'm making, I'm purposely making hash. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not well, making it Well, that's what I want to do for myself. I want to, yeah. I, I want to take some of the stuff that I have that's been vacuum packed, that I have extra of, the C99 blueberry, which was a very good hitter. And I want to, I want to make some bubble hash. Might not hurt to fucking put it on a big bowl and take a big fucking hunk of scissors. Take a big set of scissors and kind of chop some of it up a little bit, of, just a little bit. Don't grind it, but just kind yeah, of break otherwise, it apart a little. Yeah, otherwise you're going like, to take a longer soak time. You need to keep it cold, cold. And then soon as you think you're going to start to give up, this is why I hate washing, bud. Because you get a, you start getting some good washes, and you're thinking, oh, I've peaked. I've peaked. And then fucking you're, like, ready to hang it up. That's the last batch. And then all yeah. the buds broke that's, loose. You're like, like, oh, that 24 fuck. Hour one you did. another three yeah. more washes. Look how much shit yeah. just released. Oh, yeah. man. Got to do it again. I ain't done. Yeah, that's cool though. That's a that's a producer. So does it make sense to to break her down a little bit then? Like yeah. I mean, because you are yeah. If you can chop them roughly, chop them up a little bit. It helps. It helps. Okay. Depending on the bud size, if they're decent sized buds, yeah, yeah, it doesn't hurt. Okay, here's another yeah. question. When you're making tincture, how many grams do you put in with uh, what you're making? It might be a better red pill question because I don't make tincture. I mean, I've always about made butters. And I, I've, I, I have no experience myself and probably never would use vegetable glycerin. That's just me. I'm, a I'm not talking about vegetable glycerin. I'm okay, talking about so with, uh, with the uh, um, Everclear. Okay, so yeah. I would. It do you, do you not mind chlorophyll in it, or do you mind chlorophyll in it? What What do you mean chlorophyll in it? Tincture. The tincture. Do you, you want, want chlorophyll? Sleepy time. <laughs> it is, is, is this, this, this will my, well, my process will hinge on if you consider an RSL or full spectrum oil to have chlorophyll in it as well with everything else that comes off. Me, I don't like the chlorophyll in there. I cold process alcohol extractions, especially if I can run, uh, run it, keep it at a stable temperature under negative zero or negative one degrees and even filter it in sub-zero temperatures. Well, yeah, how can you do that? I mean, can you do that in your fridge, your freezer? Yep, for sure. Okay. Very easily, yeah. Especially if your freezer, you know, just uh, if you can measure the temperature of your freezer, it should already be, if it's a well-functioning one, pretty much at zero or right around one, negative one uh, 
Okay. So that that's plenty. You could pretty much take just a regular old mason jar, put either nugs or ground up flour in there, put alcohol in there just to the top of the level of all your, to, to have all your material saturated and covered by a layer of alcohol. Cover it, stick it in the freezer. You would be starting. So that's, the, that's, you, the, that's the parameter. Pre, you'd be pre- That's the parameter. You just go to the top of the bud. That's yes, it. Yes. With no matter how much bud you got in it, it just goes to the top of the bud. Yes, with pre-chilled. Okay. So not just not don't do it at room temperature. Then stick it in the freezer. Put your bud material or whatever material you're starting Everything. with and your alcohol in the, the freezer. Get the it as glass, low as the spoons, then, the strainers, everything in the freezer. Everything. Right? The filter, the, the coffee filter itself, the strainer, all that shit. Right. Because you okay. want a cold process and a cold filtration, and then you can even let it sit there for anywhere from an hour to twelve hours if it's under negative one degrees and then pull it off. And you're pretty much only going to wind up with cannabinoids and terpenes, and you're going to get a very light colored oil. You can make that into tincture, like you said, or just not evaporate all the alcohol off and be left over with tincture. It's a little well, bit harder. Doing it, it's a little doing bit it the the freezer, Yeah. So by doing it in the freezer, I'm taking it that that eliminates the majority of the chlorophyll uh, flavor. Yes, but you have to be, uh, and we talked about broking up buds or totally ground or just cutting up buds into small pieces. You got to decarb that? No, uh, I, it, it depends on how you want to remove the alcohol. If you have a, if you have a roto vap and you're going to recover your alcohol, I would definitely say decarb it. Because now you're recovering your alcohol without applying enough heat to it to also decarb it. So if you pulled your alcohol off with a rotovap and a cold process, you'd be left over with THCA. It wouldn't be bioavailable through ingestion. So yeah, you would want to decarb it before you do a cold process. That's another thing. Because then whatever so, you're pulling. So I, would de- so I would decarb it and then put it in the freezer. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. But here's that another step that too. I wouldn't have known about. Here's a balance thing too. If you grind this weed, actually grind yeah. it, then it's gonna shorter, it's gonna shorten that amount of time that you can let it chill on the alcohol. If you leave whole nugs, that's why I said like so I said an hour span of either one hour to 12 hours. Full nugs, leave in there 12 hours. Ground up weed, leave in there one hour. Because the amount does of grind matter if you leave it in longer, is it gonna make it more potent or does it no, matter? No, actually, that's the thing. If it's less ground up or if it's whole nugs, it'll actually be less potent and you'll have to do multiple washes. So you'll pull, pull off your alcohol, filter it, get your filtrate, and then put new alcohol right back into that jar with the buds in it and do the same thing over again because your second pull is going to still have THC and terpenes in it because you're working at so low temperatures, you're not actually getting the full solvent properties of alcohol but you're doing a balance thing where you're doing this at cold temperatures, where if you did it at room temperature, you in one wash, you'd be able to pull off all the THC or whatever and terpenes, but along with it, you would come, uh, you'd have chlorophyll. So, so to get that, sorry, to get yes. that golden RSO, you, you have to have a cold. Sorry. Yep. You go. I was going to ask you if we were going on too long, you got things to do. All right. Thanks, Red. We'll talk about this more. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's something that I want to learn. I want to be proficient at the tinkster part because that's one of my next steps. 
because I'm going to start doing the edibles and stuff like that. Okay. I got to get that set up for my operation. So I have plenty of medical for I might uh, not be Sorry to cut you guys short. Okay. I do appreciate okay. you guys' yeah. time, man. All right. Get that, up early. That's me mumbling again. My bad. Me too, man. Oh, no. I was, I was I thinking you, I was sponging it. I was sponging it. That's good. It's great right, information, man. I hate to cut it short, and I owe my apologies. The world's last hope. He's trying to get in too, but you know, if I let him in, it's one more minute, one more goodbye. I gotta say. Well, so let, sorry, brother. If we all come tomorrow. Out, let's make yeah. Let's make a point to try to start the you know a good conversation off with the next wormhole. If everyone okay, can be there good. at the same moment, then I'm down, you know. That sounds good because that's this definitely something that I want to learn about more. Awesome. And information is is key when you're talking about your meds. Yes. Eagle, much love, much respect. Great show tonight. Man. Um looking forward to the next one. Who do we got tonight? Oh, Joshua Steensland will be here tonight. Nice. That'll be a good one. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Eagle. I'll pop out of here too. And I always enjoy. I just like right. hanging out here and being able to talk about this because I'm only I'm I'm literally talking to myself inside my head if I'm not hanging out here. So. We're all in there with you. We're all in your head, man. <laughs> all, all right, right, guys. Peace. Peace and love always. Have a good one. Thank you guys all for hanging out. Sorry again to the world's last hole. Please uh, pop back in. Again. I feel rude not letting you in, but I am just packing it up and yeah, I feel like an ass to be honest with you. I'm not, not letting you pop in. So <clears throat> let me get these shout outs going. Try to run through these as fast as possible. Try to get uh, some music up here. For some reason, I just can't do it without the music. I don't like to listen to myself ramble. Gotta, gotta have that background. Smiley, I still gotta watch that video. I watch about fucking five minutes of it. I'm gonna watch that fungi video in the morning. We'll discuss it. Zeparella to start, I guess. See how fast I can do this. Let's pop out the brake. Put that right there. My tongue gets caught up on that during the fucking shout outs. Done Zeparella so many times. Going with flagpole silhouette again. Fuck it. Get a drink. Who doesn't love this song? I mean, really. Really. Chats up. Ready to rock and roll. 
Salute to you, Mr. Fucking Rasta Bob. Shout out to you, my man. Respect. <laughs> ah. Here we go. Sub cool, Mama's D's House of Dank. Mama Lost 710, Scared Row 420, Green Dumb Bomb, Christina MG89, Unplugged 705, Medical of Cuddy, Rick T, The Rebel. And then 19207, Baby and Selena, Dave's Not Here, Tom Spook, Greg Walker, Mendo, Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye, Jedi Crows, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duckweed, Run Boy 7426, Justin Goodrich, Strong Man, Oak and Grow, Oaky Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Small Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy Taco, Don Slug, Rick S, Into Bushes 827, James Seaman, Kevin Hahn, the world's last hope, Pat's Vaughn, BioMentor, Dirt Road, Dude, Kenishiba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rossler, Dab Goblin, Decker Boss, Let Your Estone, 710 Canuck, Cannon Queen, Genetics, Stabby Tanazi, Fundor, Dirtman Dan, Keith the Black Sales, Miss Priscilla, Sim Premium Gardens, Rasta Bob, Rasta Bud, Rasta Jeff, that is, of course, the EO crew. Thursdays, last night at 9 o'clock, hopefully you watched that. Soiled Root, Small Tubes, Tyler. Frosty Buds, Norm Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Grove, JC Modern Genetics, So Cat Weedner, John, Last PPJ15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfector, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Productions, Saint Grower, DOA Romance, We Missed You, Miss Nudie, I Grew Some, Johnny Cassie, Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Madam T, Stu Moo, Mo Grower, The Can of Creek, Loki Grows, Cass, This Guy, Burton, 79, 79, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaw, 31, Voodoo Altars, Fresno, Nerds, Cali Connections, Wolverine Grower, Big Jar Grows, Big Jimmy One for Life, Wave, Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations Creations, Amber Lalana, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Stricky, Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Window, Big Ed 1961, Benawani G3, Green Click, JK, Triple G, Mr. Sprinkly, Mr. Sprinkly, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, BG Crazy for you, BGWG 420, Dr. Bonswell from Thumb OG. Arthro, Sensibilia, Arthro, Just Fate 420, Beast Coast Grower, Sir How, Trey Ballone, Keep It Real, Hagerton 420, Zub Zeppelin, Auto Everywhere, BTW Gross, Bingus, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boykachev, Chef Light, School of Crop, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oakey, Reels 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Be Offline, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, New Sebot Wins, Kingdom, Macapondix, Indra, Michigan Native, Bear James, Medgarden, Dreams, 77 Double D, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nuts from 619664, Spaniard Kruger, Jones of the Grow, Papa G Grows, Raz Amy, Drove Grows, Cass, Grow from Yard Podcast, Lily Lunia, Green Men Flock, Jeremiah Miranda, Sony Creek, Lost Art, Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Isom, Pete Wynn, David Colby, Mason662, Scroggy Mick, Scroggins in the Fourth, The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chad Barrett, Family Farmers, Polly P, Fiorg, Eric Ferguson, Kevin. Jodry. Man, looking forward to doing that episode with you, Mr. Jodry, if you're listening. Mike Concho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Steensland will be here tonight. 
11.30. Make sure you catch that organic home buds. Warren G. Cam Wood. Jay Maine Mystic. Show Love Always. Kelly Stone. Texas OG. Chuck Norris. Sarge Jess. Claire Fresno. Happy Guy. Dan the Indoor Man. Grumpy Homies. And Hamilton Gross. Clip Smoke. Keystone Camouflage. B.A. Big High 710. Eugene Greenleaf. Ace Drew Hustle. Fred Darn Carlos. North. Arizona Beer Girl 420. No sellout. Jesse White. Gastain Yeti. Intervertures Genetics. Soso J. Vixen Robin. Killer 8 Mo. James Buttercream. G Dub from NorCal. The Pharmacy Seed Bank. Deadhead. Smokey 616. Curtis Mahan. Matt Myron. Morte. Rick Heyman. Stephanie Dora. Antenna Seeds. Fabcarious K. Mike Rubles. The Drew Bear 420. Maxi 751. Lawrence Gonzalez. Slow to get up. Stu Moo. Popco 719. Bake with Shake, baby. Old Smoke. PWC Homegrown Buds. Laura Wash, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old Smoke Grower, Chad Westport, Hunter Grown, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Critsy Wannabe, Richard Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum Gone God, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. E. Conley Pimp, uh, Pink. Pip Jam McBody face, sorry brothers, show me sketch watch, fuck Google, and you fucking with my chat, goddammit. I'm going well, baby. Canadian Restore, Purdue Farmer, Bar Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble Farms, Tannery Farms, Seldom Seen, Old Park Gardens, Hale 9782, Skunky Pellets, Martial Artist, 20 Club, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Green Fingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Rancho Cosa Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champlin, Bobby Lynn Meads, Trent Digger, Mr. Mac, Tonya Like Baloney, Mr. Bill S. Weed Peace. Tater Delicious, Minty Country Roots, here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny 101, Buttons and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Bearded B-Man 616, Not Up, Max Scroob and Ruby, Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beach, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real, Jennifer Steele, Cannabis 03, Turf Farmer, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos Latino, Skater Country, Mr. Speed, we'll see why so, Wally Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross and Bob, Ross and Bob was in chat, is in chat, hopefully, White Brother Grows, Burnish Rooms, Tone Grows, Hank, K-Man Grows, BX Gunner, Smith, Dude, Noob Shellbot, Noob Grows, Chum McCann, Jay Munch, Dank Agenda, Wild Wild, Canna Grow, Ball Dog, Huron, Cannabis Cancel, Council, Melissa, Paris, Rock Band, 420, Ben, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, High Boy, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Grow, Love for the Planet, Argo, American, Smot Poking, Smot Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Wise, Highest Surf Crap, Micro Goons, Chef Lowenfels, Mobius Grows, Dank, Brownies, Sandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, The Foraging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle, Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green, 514, Healy Jensen, Oz Inca, Dr. MJ Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, D's Bags, Drone Sire, Shotgun Willie, Dink, Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sure Bro Grows, Clackamas Coot, DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, Light 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jamie Danos, Clackamas 420, Skinky Cola, Dylan Steinberg, PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, JA Dro, JA. 420, Cascadian Grown, Tito's McGee, Four Plants 8, WeWorks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buds, Tom's Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee Live, Terry Lee Live, excuse me, 
Bagastu Tempe, Annie N, D Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, Eleven, Smiles Eleven, Bindu Buds, Michael Rossick, Grove, Three Eleven, Mix Up, Kinder Grove, Three Evergreen, Cheese Friends, Tree, MMJ, Matt S, Save Ball, Dragonfly B. Justin Meds, Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, King Chronic Titan, Tango Gas, Vassal for Life, John Smith, Tom Trichomes, Tommy Trichomes, Boat King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilots, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelbert, Indo 11, Stephanie B, Shark Pulley 989, Bon Brown, Sovereign Garden, Ford Stoner Nation 420, Joe Y, Bugs 1313, Grower, Painted Lady Frank, Boo, J. Myers, Jamid, DeChat, Mr. Manny D, Bag Seed, Mr. DGGC, Jeff, Shutter 911, Dutch Grows 420, Scallywag 420, Skillable 1, Med Grower 1, Empire Breeding Co., Fagroli, Lost Leaf, Liam Mass, Danny Dinko, B Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK, Tom Trinidad, Saloony Justice, Smoking with Small Town, Tim Is, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Rob. Robert Hazleton, Dort Michigan Courier, Double Tap, Mr. Green Thumb, 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, Cannon Bus Driver, Hate and Life, Kenny 710, Operation Gross, T-Ben, Rude Nuts, Hammered E-Nails, Dr. Scrambles, VB Moonrocks, GF, Double J, Bio Green, Stealth Grower, Hanky Stinky, 420, OG, KP, Your Ganja, Your Nana, Your Mama, uh, Georgia Joe, Roy Rodriguez, B Growing, Nature's Best Nugs, B Killer B Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky Guards, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh Soil Life, Bully 4 Life 420, The Jeffro 420, Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn, I make Ted's Test. The Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greensock, 420, 420, Boom Farms, Charlie Farms, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Gardens, JD's, Misty's Nugs, Smoke and Grove, Fraser, Brokowski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Fall 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, TW, Ginger Snaps, EDTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP2372, Dead Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper 420, Cannon Trooper, Light Up Again, Tim, Blind Cat 420, UKSIF 420, Buddha Boy, Devin Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Budsville USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dinkman Dan, Dinkman 420, Red Set of Farms, Good Life, Tony Bell, Chicha B, Most Hated Grower, The Major General 420, Army, the American one, W Diggy 714, Sharate's, Kenny Ocean X, Mountain Sky, it's ready to hit that hot fire. Chris Merch, Ian, Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, Heaven Play Cam, Figure Lakes, Finest, Ridge Patch, Dozer Moot, Southern BT, Growers, Choose Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One Medical, Secret City, Pioneers, My Little Tent, 242 Spacewalker, Christian Mump, Tree Mump, Christian. And T Mump, T Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Liptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest, that's Ross, Kyle, Paul, and Lemon Hoko, Trent Dishkin, Rita Sushi Life, 420, Grant Manual, Mary Bond, Sammy Sizzle, The Nine Inch Cosa, Chris Moe, DK, Vision Creator, Guru, Dekine Brew, Cannon Nation, J, J Wires. 
Wob, Wobby, Sean, Vince, Rescue, Ready, Road Time, Red, Notorious Snugs, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorial, Sub T Dank, Rose Ramirez, Perez, Doggle the Hut, 420, Punk Chiba Man, from GR420 Community Videos, March 10th, check it out. Detroit River Rat, Louis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captain Otter, Cheddar Bob, 13, Main 420 Grower, Cookie Scoop, Jay Hendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods All Good, Sally Mansell, Adam Shankin, Channel, Chanel, Chanel, Simpson, sorry Chanel, One Smoke Away, Ganja Roach, Kazoo, Aaron Burning Shrooms, Mr. Lincoln, Stinkin', Angel Studios, MG, 420, Grow Paul Diallop, John Fleming, Dinkovich, Kimo F, Guy, Fabro, Fibro, Flower, Polly P, Seldom Scene, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sun Man, Chiba Sony, Jeff Papalik, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, fuck all that, B, Candy Forest Farmer, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lime 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 446, Jason Gray, Graysome, Stony Baker MD, Stony Creek, Russ, Zion, Fringe Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man Hermit Hash, Freebird, Mo Grower, The Manigar, Simple Man, 420, or Survival Time, Tim Blake, Gulf Coast, Chronic, Sink Fat, Caballero, Caballero, Harley Grover, Gen God, Jason Line, 512, Steve, Collins, Todd Hendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island Hayes, Scuba, Steve, Speaks, J.R. Ream, Randy K, Travis, uh, Steve Collins, DK, Tra DC, TCDR, excuse me. Claire Killian, Warbdrill Farming, Randy Grande, Pip 1000, Ace Boo, Dirty 223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom B, Pupper Smiles, 15 Digits, Ganja Moo Cash, Fred G, Super Bob. I love this song, man. The background vocals in this is amazing. That girl, when she gets all raspy, just from the heart. Oh, so good. Grosky 808, Weekend at Birdies, K-Bag, Justin Stations, Organic, Strong, or Strong Style Organic, Zippy, Pinhito Head. I don't know why, sorry, Zippy. Uh, Imedic 31, RC, K-Hell, Me All Flower, Brent Boog, Tom Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KNT, Chris D. Truth Sear, Bo Tops, Bo Danny Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul, Rome, Kevin Jujitsa, Canada Health, Happiness, Berserk 215, Collab, Low Cut, Abu Trembly, Mo Manic Meds, Raz Banshee, Aunt Helen, Huge Anus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LD Gardens, High Flower 420, Lobster Brush, Bro. Mother Tree Maine. Sorry, I think I messed that up here in chat, Mother Tree. Sorry. Red Pill, your boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon Gibson, Ruhan, Rick W. Comfortably Numb, One Smoke Away, The 840 Grow Show, Richard Lamb, Pursuit, Cannabis Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Buzzworthy, Logan Man 81. Oil and Flower Podcast, and Entourage Effect, War Aaron Dixon, The Pink Lady, Luck, Armando420, Surrounded by Keith, Ferrari, Farm, Singe, Fringe Dweller, 
sing a single father without happiness. Richard Forbes, John, David Clementa. So good. B4, P Funk, Nigga T, John Reese. What about my Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Green Pumpin' Man again? B Bundley, James Chunk. Oh, right there. Right here. Oh. I just missed it. It's right the one right before that. So good. Serge Gross, Serge Gross, 818, John Wayne. Calling Roots, I believe that's what it is. Sister Golden Hair, Dina, El Dankarino, KFF Gardens, Blank, 1030, choose, choose one. Only Facts, Farmer, James, Crypto Dope, Jason, uh, Rick, Richard Lamb again. Hit Grower, Matt Devine, Dan Marino. Chronic Wonders, Sunrise, Grow, Top Floor, Genetics, Mole Vision, 420, Can, 2, Cannabis, Just Fisher, My Dog Nalia, Rooster Grows, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, Betty Cropper, Daniel Grows, Photos, Mitten, Cannabis, Mitten, Grown, Meds, Sunrise Grows, Lexi and My Baby Girls, no limit 916 grumpy grumpy toad alchemisty alchemist and a kiss oh we got can of mink we gotta add can of mink to the list tonight hell yeah great dude right there can of mink and last but never least never ever least we just 207 thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight do not forget to tune in tonight, 11.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. My guest, Joshua Steensland and myself will be here. Have a fucking amazing Friday. Get out there, kick some ass. Along the way, please try to help somebody out. Random acts of kindness do save lives. One positive thought can change your day. One positive attitude can change your life. See you tonight. Love you guys.